2: Oh, you know what time it is, right? It's my favorite hour—the last hour of our show, seven to eleven. Thank you for sticking and staying. And as he joins us, there's a lot to talk about. Michael Battle, how you doing, darling?
3: I am fantastic. How are you this Sunday?
2: I'm so happy to hear your voice. My goodness, finally, we had um, a FaceTime fun conversation the other day, just you, me, and your sister, and it was just a blast. I just love seeing you. You look great. You are feeling great. You haven't been sick at all. I mean, you just, you're doing great, and I cannot tell you, every parent wants their children, wants their child to do well. So I can see that you are doing well with your new job as well.
3: So welcome back. And yes, it's it's a godsend because we know you know. Of course, there was COVID going around. But on top of that, there were flus and colds and all kinds of things, and we're all living in this time where you know you sneeze twice, and we're all we're all taking COVID tests. And it got windy here in Los Angeles, so all that dust is going around. But it also is green and beautiful, and the plants are blooming, which is surprising because you know, we haven't got much rain. Uh, and so we're all sneezing with allergies. So I realized after. A couple different COVID tests. Like, I am not, this is not a cold. It's not COVID. I just need to pop a Claritin and go on about my way. <laughs> so that's yeah. what I did, and it fixed everything. It was perfectly fine after that.
2: Yeah, Claritin doesn't work for me. And the allergies here in Minnesota started early, man. I mean, people are walking around, coughing. The eyes are just running. Just the allergies are tough. And they say it has a lot to do, if I'm not mistaken, with the snow that's been on the ground. Because now it's melting. You know, most of it is gone. We probably have about 20% left. And that really started the um, early ar- arrival of the allergies. You remember the allergies in Minnesota. Come on.
3: I, I do. But Kim, can, can we just have a moment for... You talking about the snow melting. I heard on the weather that rain is coming. I mean, it, this is, it's happening. It's Let's happening. Some warm weather. First day of spring, it's happening. You're almost there, Mom. You're almost to warm almost weather. Almost
2: there. But you know what, Michael? I start looking at that, and I say, the first thing I see is, wow, spring is around the corner. And then about four or five hours later, I go, oh, yeah, spring is around the corner. Hurricanes, earthquakes. Okay, Joanne, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Pray about it. Let it go. <laughs> That actually happened to me this time.
3: No, see, don't do that. None of those things are in Minnesota, and if anybody in the country deserves some warm weather, it's Minnesotans. So I say enjoy every moment that it is above (laughs) freezing and getting warmer in the Twin Cities.
2: We do have um, um, her—not hurricanes, but earthquakes. I mean, er, not earth. Yeah, we do have earthquakes every now and then. However, what we have most are tornadoes when it comes to bad bad weather. Yeah, yeah. So there you go.
3: Well, you may have heard, um, I think I mentioned to you last time we spoke here, um, that Los Angeles dropped the uh, mask mandate everywhere. I think last weekend it was official in L.A. City, L.A. County. It dropped the weekend before that. Point is, we are out in these streets. People in L.A. are free. (laughs) We are Mm -hmm. out and sparkly and dazzled, and the clubs are (laughs) packed. The restaurants are packed. The Ubers are packed. Everywhere you go, it is packed. People are out in this city, and we feel like we have, you know, a a little respite here from the rules, and hopefully we can get all this fun packed in before the next wave comes, whenever it does come. But I think we all know that this is going to be our lives now, you know, cycles of variants coming through. But right now, you know, it's been warm here for a while, but our spring is very much our spring. It is a new time, and people are stepping out. And, uh well, obviously, Thursday was St. Patrick's Day. So, you know, I met some people out. Had a low key Thursday evening because obviously it's a work night. Went to work Friday in the office. Got to meet some people in person in the office, which was fantastic. And then Friday night, I'm sitting on the couch and uh, and Joey's there, staring at his phone. And I'm kind of tired. I've been up really early. And, excuse me. And I wanted to go somewhere, excuse me, allergies. I wanted to go somewhere (laughs) and and eat and, you know, be entertained. But I was like, I don't know where to go. I don't want to just sit at a restaurant. I'm kind of bored. What should I do? And I was like, I wish I could go to a supper club. You know, the Twin Cities has more of this, where you can sit down somewhere, get great food, drinks, and see a show. I mean, you just have one at Crooners. And that's the kind of experience I would love to go to where I can see – both great entertainment plus eat and get some drinks and i'm I'm on my phone and i'm just like my leg is shaking i'm like i'm this close to staying home tonight but i know if i do that that, i'm gonna go crazy because it's been a long week and i just want to get out of the house i'm searching and i come up come across this brand new place in los angeles called main road m-a-i-n-r-o and i said oh yeah it's new it's it's kind of what ellie used to do in the the early 2000s there's like a uh, it's, it's like Vegas, you know it's, it, it's, there's lights everywhere inside and there's a show that happens, it's kind of like a 20's inspired thing and there's drinks and food and there's a dress code and I was like, oh my god this sounds amazing, I pulled the pictures it looks so cool futuristic almost and I'm like, this is that thing, I go online can't get a reservation, of course, it's a book it's the night of, it's brand new LA, hotspot. I was like, you know what, let me just, let me just call it so I, I call you just the call lady. them.
2: You call like call in them. LA. You just picked up the phone and called them. I'm 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 near the, the time, right? I mean, you know this at that time when it's going to be packed,
3: and you it's call 7:15 them seven fifteen PM on a Friday night online. There's no reservations. I just say, what the heck? I call. them They pick up the phone. I say, hey, I'm sure you don't, but any chance of a table for two tonight? She goes, huh? If you could get here. By 7.45, but absolutely no later than 7.45, I could see you. Can you do that? And I say calmly, <laughs> yes. No. Okay, great. I give her my name, my number, good to go. Hang up the phone. And then I realize I'm in my underwear on my couch. I haven't shaved. I haven't showered. Joey in his underwear, just laying there. We, ha- we smell. We haven't done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I lean over to Joey and I said, I need to listen. Too much information. <laughs> I said, listened very carefully." We have to be dressed and fabulous, and in Hollywood in twenty minutes and go. I, he, Joey says he's never seen me get dressed so fast. In I've never years. seen you
2: get dressed that fast. You can you don't get up that fast.
3: No, <laughs> when I tell you wow. in fifteen minutes, I was showered, shaved, sparkly, like shirt from the dry cleaner out, crispy boots, like. Fresh to death, walking out the door, ready to go to the new hotspot in Hollywood, called the Uber Black, got it, hopped in there, and the Uber driver kinda of heard from our conversations. I kept saying, like, Oh, you know, she said seven forty five and I like, and it's not our fault, we're a little late, but I just hope it'll still be open. And he kinda of pushed on the gas a little bit more. <laughs> 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 he kinda of got the idea. Yeah. Got us there. We got there seven forty seven. Two minutes late but she let us in good to go we sit down this place was extraordinary so the wall now are- wait
2: wait wait you told me that the last time you were on that there was a place you went to that was extraordinary this is even more this is even better oh,
3: this is a whole different level so the, imagine a, a a long rectangular restaurant again it's very much las vegas style Custom walls made, made of huge strips of polished metal, like stacked. It's kind of hard to describe, but intermittently amidst those strips of metal are custom LCD video screens that create these large... LCD, uh, not LED? Uh, LCD, yeah. Same, same kind wow. of thing, a t- type of TV projection. So there's, there's video imagery happening on the walls mixed into these uh, huge pieces of custom metal. The ceiling has these like uh, hexagons and triangles, all these different shapes that can move on the ceiling, but they're all also covered in strips of custom LED, uh sorry, LCD video. And then there's this big stage with these two uh, circular staircases cas- cascading down, as you would see in kind of an old-school performance hall, but with a massive screen that's also layered in texture. I mean, the whole thing was comprised of custom materials, cu- cu- custom video screens, that would project these wild images throughout the walls and the ceiling, and then uh, you're in these cushy, beautiful velvet booths and chairs, and everything is just, uh, all the fixings, fixtures rather, are amazing. Everyone's all dressed up, and then one of the shows starts, and it's it's a woman in, in a sparkling, sh- shimmering outfit, and she rises up from the ground on the stage, the main, main area, singing. The spotlight hits her, and there's a show with her, and then later on in the evening as we're eating steak and sushi and having wonderful drinks. There are two w- w- women no, that come out. you're not going
2: to rub this in. What? <laughs>
3: there are two women that come out uh, and get hooked up to harnesses in the ceiling, and they do a whole dance performance show in the ceiling, spinning around with with, 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 with feather boas and sparkles. When I tell you I had a blast, <laughs> I was in my element, everybody loved my shirt. In fact, the woman who was performing – was wearing black and white sparkles like I was, and she came over and sat by our table and hung out with us for a while because we matched, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> Just because you things. matched. Yeah, and it's funny. That's it's, so LA, two, dude. Barry, <laughs> there's two seatings, and 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 they actually lost a few reservations for the evening. I guess people canceled, so we got to stay from the late first seating through the second as it almost began to transition over into a very high end nightclub. We're not not before, right. We, we left before it fully transi- transitioned o- over, but we got to stay and hang out and kind of see the crowd coming in. And it was so Hollywood. I mean, people were decked out. And then, of course, Chris Brown, the singer. Uh, yeah. He walks in with his whole entourage and two bodyguards, and they go to a table. And then uh, I went to the restroom, and I, I was walking out. This really short guy was like, oh, man, what's going on, man? Good to see you. That show's so cool, man. He's like, yeah, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm just hanging out. I'm like, yeah, I'm here with my girl. It's her birthday. I have me and 12 girls upstairs. Like, it's wild, man. Come hang out. And I'm like, this is so Hollywood. <laughs> it's <just> this him <laughs> and 12 beautiful women at a custom table. And he, and he almost just seemed happy to see another dude. And I'm like, he was like, oh, please just come upstairs. It's just me and all these women. <laughs> I need to, like, hey, man, come say hi. <laughs> did, you, did you go up? You know, I, I went up later on just to see the upstairs area, but they did you go up? Did you go I up? Did. I didn't say hi, <laughs> but it literally, it literally was <laughs> one very kind, very short young man and twelve beautiful women for his girlfriend's birthday, and it was it was a, just an amazing, amazing night. We had a great time. Uh, You're talking and, you talking about the
2: Chris Brown? You talking about you know? Yes, the, the Chris Brown, Chris Brown. Who,
4: who, oh, okay, who, who
3: beat up his girlfriend. I was going to say they age. don't
4: call Rihanna Chris Brown.
3: Exactly no. the like. <laughs> I mentioned him, but not sure if it's a good good thing that he was there. But yes, yeah, the the multi award winning, very famous, uh, and in this case, infamous abusive. Chris Brown. Yes, uh-huh. abusive. Abusive. Yeah. Him. Yes, that guy. Yeah. He was.
2: There, there you go. Okay, so you had a great time.
3: I had a great. Great time! I got to wear sparkles. I got to wear a sparkly shirt. You know how I love going to places where I can wear a costume. Um, <laughs> I, you know, there, there was a short moment in the what evening. What shoes where- or
2: boots did you wear, though? Before you give me this long, this other part. What What type of shoes or boots?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm not
2: asking for the name or anything. Just what color were they? Sparkly black
3: shoes. Black black shoes, high polish, sharp point, sparkly jeans, sparkly shirt. It was a whole thing. And, like the whole (laughs) evening was great. There was one part of the evening I wasn't too cool with. You know, I almost wanted to, like, talk to the manager or something, and it's where they asked me to pay the bill. You know, that (laughs) part part was a little challenging. You didn't know. You know, (laughs) I feel like one should know whenever everyone's just so nice, all the waiters and waitresses are gorgeous. They're actual models serving you food, and they're all dressed up. And there's a theme, everything like when it's that nice. I'm Like, oh, would you like another drink? Oh, do you want some more? Would you like some more of these? And then that bill comes, just a little piece of paper, and it comes, it comes, <laughs> in, in, in like a leather, a leather-bound, folded, like velvet interior. Even the bills presented pre- 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 presented nicely. It's like, here you go, sir. Here is the nice <laughs> book.
2: How long did fire. it take you to do? To, how long did it take you to get over the shock? I mean, you must have been sitting there for about an hour and a half before you finally said, okay.
3: (laughs) No, because that's the the rule in Los Angeles. When that bill comes, you have to glance at it and act like it's nothing because people literally watch, especially, here's the kicker. If you are a a black person in a nice restaurant, people will watch you look at the bill like you didn't know. (laughs) it's, It's a whole L.A. game. The bill comes, you have to glance at it, and literally, immediately close the book close and it. then keep, keep talking as you take out your card and put it in there as if nothing was happening. Like, oh, yeah, and then this is that. And then they take the bill away. Everyone around you calms down like, oh, he's one of us. And as soon as they stop looking, you at He's one of us? Yeah. You, you, as soon as they calm down, like, oh, well, he, he just paid the bill. Right. Everyone looks away. Then you lean forward and go, oh, my God. <laughs>
2: uh huh. Next time you come home, I'm taking you to Cracker Barrel. Cracker yeah. Barrel. We'll be back in just a moment. I am always joyful and happy when my son is on with me on Sunday nights. So thank you for sticking and staying for the, um, mom and Michael hour. Hey, Michael, I want to tell you that, um, several people at our show the other night, Javita and I did a show at Crooner's, um, supper club, which is beautiful. You guys have to get over there and see the changes they've made. Wow. Um, but many people said the mom and Michael hour. Just love the mom and Michael hour. Aww. So that was really special, really special. So what was the name of this place one more time? Maine.
3: Mainly in R O is the name of the restaurant in Hollywood. Um and it was it was fun. It was fun. It was it was beautiful. I got to dress up. It was great. So Okay, but uh, but
2: when you got the bill, tell me, you know, did you faint? No. You don't have to tell me to what it was. Faint. Just tell me, was it shocking?
3: <laughs> it was absolutely shocking. It was the no, most expensive dinner. Uh, uh, Bill, I think I've seen in a year. Um, no, actually, yes, in in several months. Uh, and usually, there's more than two of us at at the table. So it was a lot, a lot more than I expected. But again, you had to play it cool. I knew it was going to be a lot, um, but uh, we had a good time. I might not go back for two years, uh, as I have to, you know. So. But you would go back, would you? See, oh I, yeah, Ma- Michael. Yeah.
4: I got to give you credit. I think. What I was deciphering, what your mom was trying to say in that question, and I think she was trying to say, "Don't tell us, you know, exactly how much it was, but just tell us all the digits where they were lined <laughs> up with the decimal point. Just tell us how, you know, how they were numbered and ordered. Just tell us that. He's tell us that. Not gonna I
3: tell it. No. Two, what is it equal? But <laughs> don't tell me the number. But if I add five, how many? times would it multiply into yeah exactly And you know, i wasn't going to say the number but just know that it was a lot but it was a fantastic experience it was a an extraordinarily hollywood experience you know that that's that cliche uh, uh cliche in a good way experience where it's fabulous it's dressy everyone looks like a model there's someone famous there with, with bodyguards people are literally popping bottles uh there's, there's sparklers going by there's a show flashing lights i mean it's, there, I, I kid you not the entrance is an actual red carpet with a red velvet rope and a, a bodyguard out there to like check you before you walk in to make sure that you you know dress appropriately like that is the kind of experience they're trying to create there, and they succeed
2: okay, was it black on the outside?
3: Oh yeah, I went to the wrong oh door. seriously i mean I, I I jumped up the Uber. I saw a giant twelve foot door with a huge handle, and I'm like running in thinking I won't get my seat. And I pull the handle and it's locked. And I was like, "Oh no!" And then some bodyguard <laughs> from the place next door, <laughs> some bodyguard from the place next door, immediately goes around the corner because I'm sure he's seen every poor schmuck trying to get into that giant door. And he knew it wasn't the right one. He goes around the corner. So I go around the corner and then I see the red carpet. And, the, and I'm like, "Okay, all right, we're good." And and I get up to, to the to the rope and the guy just pauses. And he's like, "Yes." I'm like, "I have a reservation on the battle." 745. He goes, uh, okay, cool. And let's be, I was like, Oh, whew. okay. <laughs> a cool test.
2: Okay. So the drive in the Uber going back home, joy's in the car with you, right? Yeah. Silence. I'm wait, sure there was not home, much going to going
3: do. Home after, going back after, after the dinner. Yeah. Oh no. I stayed out. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> after that night.
2: Wait, wait, wait. What? Cause I know we, bro, do we have time, Jonathan? To tell another story? I'll, I'll quickly oh, no. it, allow it, it. I'll quickly allow he, it. He, he says he will allow story. it.
3: <laughs> it isn't a whole story. My, my other friend, Kofi, was trying to meet me at this place. It's his feed, too, but he didn't get there until later on. So I met him. Joey was exhausted. He went home. I jumped in Kofi's car. We went to another cool restaurant. And I it was in another place. We just kept going. So the the night was young. It was truly a Hollywood okay, night. Keep, keep talking
2: awesome. then. But wait, wait, wait. Tell us about the second place
3: you got about three Isabel. minutes, maybe? Isabel is a restaurant uh, also in Hollywood. And, it's again, a restaurant has a quiet bar, upscale. But, I, like I mentioned at the top, people are back out in these streets. And so these things are materialistic. They're very cliché to Los Angeles. But we haven't seen them in two years. So we roll up to Isabel just to go to the bar and have a nice drink. And I kid you not, the parking is, I think there were two Rolls Royces, a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, I think a custom G-Wagon in like bright green. And you go inside, everyone's just hanging out. Oh, it's just quiet. We're having some hors d'oeuvres. We're having some drinks. Everyone's covered in Gucci. And I mean, it was just, it's a very L.A. scene, but we're all lapping it up. Because uh, normally you do these things every now and then. It's kind of, you know, oh, that's an L.A. thing. But we just haven't had that experience, especially not maskless, where you get to go into these places and look and see who's who and show up and, and sparkle. So we went there and then ended up in WeHo at Valhalla, which is the place I was talking to you last time, uh, that that, that um, Lance Bass from Sync owns in West Hollywood. That was oh, the place yeah, I yeah. talked about. The is it still doing well? With, it is, but I was yeah. in Sparkle. And good boots and sparkly jeans. I was like, oh, we're going to Valhalla. Because if there was any place to go afterwards, it's the place where people are already in out of this world costumes. Saw so more friends of mine, and then we met some other Instagram influencers, and the night just kept going. It was, uh, <laughs> <the classic laughs> Hollywood Instagram night.
2: influencers. How old were they? Six? I mean, really. <laughs>
3: This is this is how you know when you when you're out of the club and you meet a 20, 23 year old and your initial instinct is to be paternal towards them, that's how you know you maybe shouldn't be in that club.
2: Amen.
3: You know, okay. I met this young actor and I, I was just like, oh, I was like, let me give you advice. You know, oh, you've been here how long? Eight weeks. Let me tell you, I was like, oh, I'm gonna help this person. They're new here. Let me. Here, here are the rules. Here's how it oh. works. You know, I felt like a dad. I was like, I, mean, I be in a club.
2: hey, you had that experience when you were young. was it 18? No, yeah, 18 years old in Hollywood by yourself, man. And people were coming. You know, you know, I can show you some things. I can teach you. Remember, you were sitting at one of the um,
3: counters at Big Boy, oh. <laughs> which is
2: that great <laughs> burger place.
3: <laughs> it's a famous place in and Burbank. Toluca. And the guy was like offering me advice, and before I knew it. The whole the conversation turns into after the whole you know, the the, the whole scheme, it turns mm-hmm. into well if you if you I can get you an audition for the Will Smith movie, but you have to pay me seven hundred dollars. But you know, I'll give it to the casting director <laughs> right now. Let you audition, but, but you're gonna pay me and I was like, Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. I
2: need I need seven hundred dollars now so I can buy a burger. <laughs> you know, that's for real for exactly. people. It's real for people. So Michael, we're gonna take a break, do some weather and come back and hear about the other place you went to. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. You won't even look at the bill, I know. (laughs) We'll be back in a moment.
5: After the end of a good fight,
4: you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
2: Of course, this is the Mom and Michael Hour. I'm having a blast listening to my son's escapades on the weekends. (laughs) It's really quite remarkable. I'm always surprised at the stories he tells us. And uh, I keep saying to myself, how does that happen? Wow. So, Michael, welcome back.
3: Thank you so much. Uh, So you know that that, that I'm friends with Kevin Pollack. You haven't met him in person, but you have met him over FaceTime before when I was in Hawaii for his birthday. And he's been in a ton of movies, uh, but but one in particular, Goodfellas, uh, he's quite no, known for. And uh, so he, he and his fiancée, Jimmy, uh, hit us up and said, hey, let's go to dinner. So he, we went to dinner last night and suggested that we go to a place called Rouse. R-A-O apostrophe S. Spell that one more time. R-A-O apostrophe S. Rouse. And... So this is an old school uh, Hollywood Italian restaurant. It, it, it's actually actually by several of the old studios, promptly in the Hollywood area. Before before you um, continue,
4: Michael, I just want to ask real quick: is this the is this the they have their spaghetti sauce, and their marinara sauce in stores now? This place,
3: yes. Okay,
4: yes. I thought I thought it so, sounded familiar.
3: Yeah, so, so you can actually buy their sauce in stores, and they but they started off as a really old-school uh, old Italian restaurant, I believe, in Brooklyn from way, way, way back in the day. Uh, and, and then they opened one in Hollywood, I, I'm not sure of the date, but a long time ago, you know, probably, probably decades ago. Um, so this is an, an old Hollywood haunt. There, there are several places like this in town that are well-established. You know, that many famous people of the years have gone to these restaurants. Um people know other people's names, a lot of history there. So it's my first time going and, you know, they have big portions, amazing pasta, really good food. Everything was delicious. The meatballs were extraordinary. But Kevin says, Hey, yeah, we'll, we'll see if, if Johnny roast beef is here. And I said, I'm sorry, well, Johnny, what? what? Johnny roast beef. So there's a character in Goodfellas <laughs> named Johnny roast beef. And, and <laughs> I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I guess, Scorsese liked the nickname of the real actor, Johnny Williams, but his nickname was Rose Beef. that he actually added to the character in the movie. So he became Johnny Rose Beef in the movie itself, playing like an Italian mobster. But this actor was from Rouse in Brooklyn, and uh, he was hired to kind of be a, a host, not a host like you walk the door and check in, but to come in and just his job was to walk around all the tables, At the original restaurant, and greet people and say hello and crack jokes and kind of warm warm the room up, know the faces, etc. And I think think that's how, uh, in part, that how he was discovered for that movie. And he's been in a bunch of other films besides Goodfellas, but this is a connection. Uh, But he works at the Hollywood one and has for years. And we weren't sure if he was going to be there, and he was. He walked in, and he is a caricature I have never experienced. Um, this person who so much embodies Italian mobster, whose job it is to come to your table and crack jokes. And, of course, you knew Kevin from Goodfellas and Scorsese and all that stuff. And they're talking about the, the, the good old time. And uh, I'm just in this old school restaurant with a celebrity, with this guy, and they're telling stories. I'm eating amazing pasta. And it was just one of those moments like, I want to know everything about this man's life, where you live, what do you do for fun, because you, you, he seemed to love it. He loved coming in there in his suit and watching people eat pasta and just having this whole Italian experience. And then the table next to us—oh, they were fabulous! It was like Real Housewives of New Jersey. I have never seen so much <laughs> bling and hair and makeup. Oh yeah! One woman was one lady was darker than me. Um, I was like, "That is a tan. Now that's how you do it, right there." She was just dark orange. And they were just bracelets and diamonds and purses. They looked gorgeous and powerful. And I was like, can I have a camera? I literally felt like I was on the set of a movie somewhere, whatever else. And, of course, being there with, again, two of the cast members of Goodfellas. It was, it was a true Hollywood moment. Not the sparkling lights, not the, the, the more contemporary version of it. It was the old school Hollywood version. So, I was just such a completion to a weekend where I got to spend two great nights in Hollywood proper. Uh, and, and only here can you have those nights.
2: Wow. I, I looked him up, by the way, and when his picture, um uh, opened up on his, uh, on, uh, a bio for him, he looked like he's a gangster man. I'm talking, he does. You know, man. we'll chop your head off kind of guy. He just, it just looks like the, the old tropes, you know? <laughs> These mafia like. people. That, that, yes. Those are
3: the roles he plays in movies and TV shows, and that's how he behaves in presentation normally. That is his entire persona, and he comes to the table, and he's a very large man. And you look up, and you're like, oh, God. And here's the thing we had an early dinner, and there was a big table in the back, right? And, and, yeah. and, and there was a very old priest in the full suit who came up kissing hands. And I was like, is there a meeting in the back? Should I be <laughs> right. here? Should we have- I have an old Italian priest. I've got a hold of people in suits. I mean, it was, it was a, it was something. It, it really felt thing. like I had been transported into a whole different world. Of, of hollywood power a scorsese
2: um, movie or something
3: exactly i was in a scorsese movie i was like okay if i look around closely i'll see an allegory to jesus because that's what he does in all of his films so where yeah. is it where where is that overhead shot anyway that was, that was a bit film nerd of me but yeah it was a very uh exciting experience
2: man you had a great weekend and a great week in fact so what a blessing and i know Michael, that you're having the time of your life, and I know that you are staying safe and that you are cautious, and you know, because people are still hunting black men. There's no doubt about it. Um, so just be careful out there. And I just love that you're having these experiences. I never had those kind of experiences, except, you know, a few times when your, your uncles and aunts were on Broadway, and I had a chance to go to opening night, and then we went to that really famous restaurant where you and I and, Lesson, Sherry, Sardis, Sardis, that's it. Yeah, that's where, um, you know, Gospel of Colonus, when it opened on Broadway, that's where we all went. And wow, I'm just blown away by it, you know, when you get a chance to be in greatness. And of course, I had a chance to work with Garrison Keillor in the movie and Meryl Streep and, you know, people like that. But I don't have those kind of stories.
3: (laughs) Oh, but you do. That's the thing that, that that isn't a fair statement at all. My affinity for these kind of experiences and kind of kind of kind of nights are because you showed them to me first and you had them first, you know. So you performing with Prince in huge huge stadiums, being on tour with him, being on uh, not on tour but on stage with him, um, performing with George Clinton, performing with I mean uh, even uh, Ray Romano, huge comedian. that like you've gotten to hobnob and hang out with the Hollywood elite for years and it's really really cool to have been there with you for some of those experiences uh been at some of those parties some, some of those events but uh even better than seeing someone in the restaurant is being on stage with them and being backstage talking about the show that's the really cool stuff you've got to do
2: wow when you put it like that I i think to myself i really am this age i really am <laughs> <laughs> No, he just true. started naming things. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, it's how old am I?"
4: Before we get you in any more trouble, we need to break. We must break right okay, now we because have to otherwise, break I, we, right we now, be, okay, be digging, okay, digging <sighs> the hole deeper, Michael, dig the hole deeper.
2: Okay, Fonda, we're to take a break. Let's go on. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. It is now 10 51 here at WCCO and the mom and Michael hour is wrapping up this time. It has been such a blast with my son and Michael, I wanted to ask you, you know, this is the time to really pay attention to the Supreme court because as they say in politics on USA today, anything can happen. And so they did this article about what to watch for in, uh, watch for in the Supreme court nominee, Katanji Brown Jackson's hearing, which is this week. So, Wow, man, she's 54. I've read um, a lot about her, and I'm just wondering if you're going to be watching or or coming by the time you're off from work, are you going to look and see how did it it go this day and that day? I mean, are you into it?
3: Absolutely not. I, I find that whole situation to be so overly political and stressful and silly. Just put her through. What is the problem? She's wildly qualified. She's a great fit. Stop it. Put her through. It doesn't change the balance of the court at all she's replacing a liberal put her through uh and people you know looking for reasons the republicans that maybe supported her in the past who were like well i don't know it's like the last guy the last two people to get pushed through to the supreme court were challenging on multiple levels okay multiple Mm -hmm. levels and yet somehow still got through and here we are trying to people are nitpicking, trying to find something to hang on, to go, well, maybe look into that. Oh, they have
2: something that. to hang on. Oh, yeah. She's black. That's it. That's yeah. what they're hanging that's on true. to. We can't have that's her in the court, on the court because she's black.
3: Cause she's that's black. it. And it, it, it's like you, you you can be an accused rapist and be on the court, and that's perfectly all right, uh, but not be a black woman and get in the court. So I get that these hearings are are cedar whether it's a person on either side of the aisle. It's always going to be a big show. Uh, people on both sides are going to try to take the person down because it's about control. I get that. But I think we're exhausted. This isn't normal politics. This isn't a normal year. You know, this is a couple of years of a pandemic. No one, I should say no one, I don't have the patience and tolerance for that level of petty theatricality in politics anymore. I just want you to push us through, have a functioning core so that we can get back to avoiding World War Three and avoiding, or rather, preventing ourselves from getting whatever next wave is coming down the line. So in the meantime, I'll be out, <laughs> going to places, having fun, uh, you know, distracting myself from the uh, a, a reality of it all. Truth. The reality, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why we're doing it. That's why I, I'm telling these stories, because it is a patent. Shift from the, from the constant cycle of dread that is, uh, our, our country the past couple of years. We're going to live our life while we can and, uh, hope and pray that this new administration, uh, can keep things in line better than they were before.
2: So how are things real quickly um, in L.A. as far as the budget? Um, how are they, you know, complaining about money? Or did they lose a lot of money because of COVID? Did they gain more money because of COVID?
3: We gained a lot of money because people shop like crazy all around the world, especially here in, in the U.S., and that boosted up our sales tax considerably uh the price of homes are still through the roof, I mean truly of the roof,, yeah. and as it is across the whole country, the job market is extraordinarily strong. I mean the numbers keep going up, the unemployment keeps going down the uh The wages are going up, and they have been going up uh much faster during during the pandemic, especially the 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 latter year of the pandemic than they were prior because there's more leverage for those who are job seeking at this time, so even after all the payments fr- from the government stops, people still have higher incomes to spend their money. So, yes, inflation is egregiously high. The price of gas is egregiously high. Um, and there's, you know, some some uh, fears uh, around the market when it comes to what's happening with Putin and Ukraine. But our job market is fantastic, and people do have more resources to spend. So the states are doing well. They have more resources. But people are complaining here because, as you know, we have uh, the highest, homeless population in the u.s and it is still out of control every single street uh or rather there are parts of almost every neighborhood in all of of la area the whole thing all all the cities that are completely covered with homeless encampments i have them here they're in santa monica they're in all sorts of high-end areas and they clear them out and they come back and so there's been, been this debate around well what do we do? And people are pissed at the mayor and the governor for not fixing it because the nice areas now have the truth in front of them. And those who, who, who are advocates of the unhoused are saying you can't just kick people around or force them to go to this kind of treatment or that kind of treatment. So that's really been uh, rather it was top of mind in terms of what's being talked about here before Putin lost his mind and did the things he's done.
2: Well, now China is talking about Taiwan. They want to go after Taiwan, just like he went after Ukraine. So, you know, we'll be hearing a whole lot more about that as well.
3: Of course. And I mean, in my opinion, that's what this was. I feel like this was Putin testing the waters of what China could do next. And that's why I think in part uh, the Western world has come together so strongly, because they know this is the precursor to shifts around the world.
2: Well, amazing. And of course, the Dow Jones, you were talking about how great it is right now, 34 Seven hundred and fifty. I'm sorry. Three, four, seven, five, four, ninety-three. Okay, that's
3: how the markets much. are great. The markets the are markets just are flying. Well, wait, really quick. I just want to circle back to you saying you haven't had the Hollywood experiences, and I mentioned earlier hanging out with James Fonda, Actually, you and Grandma. And let you have thirty seconds with Cindy Walker. Oh. You hanging out with the Lover for your birthday. That's right. Coffee
2: she bottles. threw a birthday party when I turned 50. Thank you for reminding me. I Michael, I adore say. you. I love you. You <laughs> Take, you take care. Tell Joy I said hi. I will. All right. Bye. Good night, everyone.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours